ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Based Edge Podcast, a show where, well, based views and opinions are going to be had and said about topical things around the world. Uh, we search for anything and everything. I mean, we'll talk about conspiracy theories, won't we, Mark? Oh, yes. I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. And we'll talk about, favorites. like, we're obviously talking to Attack the Woke. That's gonna yeah, happen. yeah, of course. I mean, what that goes without saying, you have to. That's just <laughs> part and parcel of the show. It's in the name. <laughs> and, uh, of course, because we live in South Africa, uh, we're going to have a lot of South African guests. We do have a guest today, so stay tuned yeah. for that. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to be talking, I think a lot of it will be about South African politics. Uh, yes. Not every episode, but we will touch on it because we live in South Africa. And uh, obviously we'll touch on other geopolitics political stuff you know whether it be in europe yeah like star wars and the empire yeah exactly obviously because and those are serious serious matters it was a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away <laughs> um that's how that started uh, but <laughs> but anyway uh, today our first episode ladies and gentlemen uh and today we're going to talk about disney um, specifically, oh. it's, it's, it's Mark's favorite topic. Don't let, don't oh, let God. that sigh fool you. He loves Disney. Like <laughs> he denies it because he's embarrassed about how many times he's visited oh, Disney. <laughs> I'd actually love to go. I really wanted to like that whole, that whole like Star Wars theme thing no, that they had dude. at the hotel. Okay. I was so, like, I was cool. And then I saw the prices. I'm like, you must. Be joking. Uh, there's a video making the rounds now where Disney, you're not going to want to go after this. I don't even want to go now. Um, <laughs> where Disney is actually asking people to wear pronoun badges. Sorry, is it pronouns? Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. You're like you're, at Disney World. At Disney World, yeah. Yeah. So because, and this is in the video, it's, it's, it states that, you know, they don't want the staff to mispronounce uh, or misgender or whatever it is, you know, get someone's pronouns wrong. Um, so you can walk around. And here's the thing. They give you, it's called a pronoun badge or whatever. And then they give you a pen and you can write your pronouns down. So if you want to be a whiz whiz or a unicorn or a... <laughs> Disney is requiring all guests to wear pronoun pins. These pins allow Disney cast members and other guests to refer to you by your preferred pronouns. All guests will be required to wear pronoun pins inside the park. This is to prevent Disney from ending up in a lawsuit for misgendering a guest since it's considered a hate crime. If a guest is caught not wearing the pronoun pin, they will be asked to put it on. If they don't comply, they may be removed from the park and potentially receive a lifetime ban from Disney World. A whiz whiz. <laughs> Whatever it is. A Z or a Zer. Yeah. And, and, and the staff first episode. have to, uh, like, they have Adhere to dress. To this. Like, they have to, you know. Oh, wow. Hello, whiz whiz. I would be, obviously be like Lord Vader or just like, you know, your majesty, you know. <laughs> obviously. That's actually not a bad idea. My lord. That's my lord. I would write that. I would, you know what you do? I would go, I would go, my lord Trump, savior, <laughs> or something like that. Just like, because obviously most of the people who work there are like super work and they're just going to hate it. So every time you'd walk up to them, excuse me, and they'd have to look at your badge and go, His Majesty Trump, or something like that. Just like they would just cringe saying it, you know? <laughs> I would, I would, I would pay you to go and do that. <laughs> I, 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 we should maybe start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Same walk to Disney World. <laughs> 
<laughs> film it in everything and then see oh, what happens. God, yeah, now like the first first comment's gonna be, oh, these new grifters on on, on YouTube. <laughs> oh, Speaking of which, um yes. so this show is also is it, this show is mainly focused to be a, a podcast. So wherever you listen to your podcast uh, stuff, then go check us out. Give us a subscribe. But you can also view the podcast because we made it all pretty um, on YouTube and, and other social media platforms. So please uh, just, you know, Google Based Edge Podcast or wherever you're on social media. Just uh, look for it and you should you should find it. Um, and uh, yeah, we're very excited uh, in case you guys don't know, Mork has his own show on YouTube. It's called The Mork Rock Show. I have my own show called The Joe Emilio Show, also on YouTube. Very good so you show. Guys, uh, thank you. It's a very good show. I love Mork's your show. Mork's not so too. much. I don't, so subscribe to me. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Mork's, Mork's actually, I I love a lot of your videos. I really do. I, I'm, I'm a fan of your thank show. So. Uh, but I think the last two videos you've put out have been exquisite just the thank you the level of comedy well, I, mean, I think that's how we that's kind of how we met we like i was a fan of your work and then yeah you were a fan of my work and somehow we just like it was magic it was it was a romantic moment and now here we are talking about disney um so <laughs> <laughs> so okay so that's the one thing right so i don't know i i i, I would pay mark to go and to go to disney and, and do that whole pronoun thing but um, I'm not gonna go to Disney now. Like, I'm sorry, I'm no. not gonna. I'm not gonna take my kid. Uh, I think Disney's gonna no, lose a lot of money. They're yeah. already bleeding money. Um, yeah. I don't know if you anybody knows this, but apparently there's rumors that uh, are going around that uh, what's his name is gonna sell at least Disney Plus. Bob apparently, Iger. Bob Iger. That's the one. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know about this? But I mean that. Yeah, I kind of know. I heard about it. Heard a couple of rumors. Um, there's rumors been going on for a while, though. I, I think it all started with uh, the previous CEO. I mean, initially Bob Iger was the original CEO. Then he stepped down. It passed on to Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek was a little bit more of a centrist politically. He wanted to sort of change things up. And he, I think, I think it was again. This is complete rumor. Take it with a pinch of salt. Um, he wanted to start firing people because I think. How Disney got in the predicament was years and years of hiring sort of very work. If you go back in like 2014 where Kathleen Kennedy, where they acquired Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy's going, the force is female. She's bragging about there was an article where she's showing her writers that are just, it's just female writers, you know, the force is female. But that's where it started going downhill. And obviously with having those hires, you can't just, you know, fire people. You know, these are top end and then they make those same hiring decisions down the chain. And now you're getting to a stage where Disney's media is just not, everything coming out is just not, it's just not working and they're no. hemorrhaging money. Yeah. And I mean, the streaming service isn't what they thought it was going to be. Uh, I think the figure was six, four hundred million. They've, some of that. they've lost, a, they've lost massive amounts of subscribers. Yeah. Um, and this is where the rumor started that Disney is going to sell, apparently to Apple, although Apple has denied the rumors to, that um, they're going to buy uh, any Disney product. Um, who can blame them? Um, yeah. <laughs> although, I don't know, man. Do you think if, let, let's entertain this, even though like it's people, I, I want people to understand, like Apple has not confirmed that they would do this. Um, so take it with a pinch of salt. But like, let's play a bit of imaginary here. Um, yeah. 
do you think Apple would have a good influence on the content that Disney has? Ooh. Yeah, it's a rough one. I mean, if you if you look at the content coming out of Apple, it's like it's it's some of it's actually really good. It's uh, what is what is the oh, what can I, I can't even think of anything right now. But it's like that's how good do, it is. I guys. do notice. That's, that's how brilliant the <laughs> no, stuff but they, is. But if you, sorry, your point, which is basically, would Apple, would it, what would, would it, would it work if Apple bought it? Um, I don't know. I mean, Apple likes doing everything internally. So they would, they would be buying not just the IP. I mean, they're buying the three, the three branches, which is Disney World, Disney Studios, and then what's the third one? Uh, Disney Streaming. And with that comes a lot, all the staff, all the riders, all the people in charge, as well as all the IP. And I mean, I don't know if the IP is included, like the intellectual property of like Iron Man, you know, all Marvel, all of Disney, all of Lucasfilm. So, I mean, is that, that, that amount of money is, I mean, would that include, would the price include all of that stuff? I don't know. They've so never we, been specific that, of what exactly. I think uh, just for now, it was rumored Disney Plus and Fox and some other streaming services, um, which I think Apple would kind of pump the brakes on the wokeness. I, I really do. Yeah. Where, uh, but then again, if they got like hold of Marvel and all these other ones, I, I don't know. I don't know if that would. I mean, improve. I, I don't think, but they can't. I can't think of anything in there in their sort of in their streaming service that is very super like woke. It's very, it's for, it's in the forefront of it. I can't, I can't put my finger on a single thing. I mean, if, if you had to ask me about Amazon, I'd go, yeah, oh, it's, it's well there. I mean, look at uh, uh, the rings of power. It was, you know, everything, the hiring, the writing, everything is just woke is injected into all of it, intersectionality, all that. But I don't see it so blatant with Apple's content. So maybe they could put it in the right direction because the thing is, at the end of the day, Apple wants to make money. Um, if, they, if they bought it, maybe. But I mean, that's if they can fire everybody. That's not already been fired with, you know, what Bob Iger's doing, trying to get rid of a lot of the writers. And then you've got the writer strike and the actors. So it's this combination of like a complete cluster bomb. I just got an image in my mind about um, if, if Apple was to buy Disney, right? <laughs> like, who's the CEO of Apple again? I forget his name. Uh, it's not he does the whole Steve Jobs. Steve, no, no, Steve Jobs did. Like he does the whole Steve Jobs thing. You know, Apple does what Apple does, right? So they 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 hire yeah. out the whole venue and they have like a whole presentation and it looks very clean and and professional and all that stuff. And I just I just have this image in my mind <laughs> of the CEO walking up on stage, right? <laughs> and um, you know, he's like, "Hey guys, we we we're gonna go into a new frontier uh, this year." Uh, we're happy to bring to you iDisney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> iDisney. <laughs> iMarvel. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> no, dude, look at like, I'm just having a quick look at Apple's like, uh, like what they have, all their shows. And it's, it's, it's really good shows. I mean, I mean, a servant I loved. Mythic Quest is great. Ted Lasso was doing well. And again, with Ted Lasso, first season, good. Second season, introducing a lot of woke. I haven't even bothered with the third season. But I think they they notice these things when they do it. So, And I think there's a maybe, I hope, this is one of my deep, darkest hopes, is that they're starting to notice that it is not working. It's not selling. It's not people aren't going back 
people don't want that type of content. People want their their content, their entertainment to be apolitical. They don't want it to be sort of put a little bit in, you know, put five percent, ten percent in, but don't be it like like all over the top. And I think that's the issue. But I mean, Apple buying them, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if they can. I, I, what I'd love to know is whether it includes the the intellectual property, like if that stuff is separate. You know, um, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if you've been watching Foundation on on Apple. It's like a sort of space. It's it's a great show. It's like I think it's a book or something, but it's it's amazing. It's very much like Dune that type of vibe. But it's it's an actually really cool series. Really been enjoying it. Season one is excellent. Well, talking about other uh, rumors that have been circulating, I mean, this just just I mean, this this came out and I thought it was real. I still told you about it. Um, yeah. And then I did a bit more research for the show and I found out that like it's actually not been confirmed. It's a rumor. So for those of you who don't know, what is true is that Disney has been working on a, a live action version of. Uh, Tangled, the animation uh, based on uh, Rapunzel, the uh, the fairy tale. So <laughs> Mark's already laughing because he knows what's I'm coming. Trying to keep a straight face here. <laughs> he knows what's coming. Um, so for those of you who may not have heard, this is a rumor, but it was presented at the time when I saw it, it was presented as fact, but it turns out not so much. Uh, but the rumor is that Jada Pickett Smith uh, would be playing Rapunzel in the upcoming Disney live action remake. Uh, turns out though, Jada has come out and said that is, that's not true. Um, but here's how insane, like the level of wokeness that Disney is doing. Some of us believed it because they've been, they've been going so woke, right? That some of us would think, or some of us would believe like, yeah, no, they would get a bold actress to a bold black actress to play Rapunzel. Why not? Yeah, because that's 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 in the line of correcting. It's like it's in that intersectional world of like we need to correct the wrongs of you know society or life or like you know somebody who has you know his super unprivileged like Jada Pinkett Smith who doesn't really have a lot of money and she's gone bald and you know she just doesn't she doesn't she's never been a star you, in anything. You don't know what it's like to be bald, man. You don't, I, you don't I, dude, understand is, the struggle. It is so it's so hard. You I can't mean, buy shampoo. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, I mean, she can't either. I mean, if only she had money. Oh, wait, she's she's super rich. God, she's mad Will Smith. She probably has half. Of all the people. It's like, as I imagine Jada Pickett-Smith came out with a shampoo line. <laughs> what does it help you go bald? <laughs> Maybe. Um, do you, but I, I want to ask her, though, like... <laughs> She should have had the name Head and Shoulders. I'm just saying, like she, that should have yeah. been her brand. Um, <laughs> I better, I better shut up because Will Smith might come out and slap me. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> but I'd, I'd, I'd actually really like to get the thoughts of all this uh, with our guest, ladies and gentlemen, um, who is in the studio at the moment. Uh, he's been waiting patiently and listening in to the conversation, so we can get right into the hot topics almost immediately. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you might know him from a Man Patria podcast. If you don't, links are in the description. So please go have a listen. This guy is also based as beep. Um, so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dumo Denga, also known as Dumo. 
<laughs> Hi, Joe. Hi, Mark. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Good We're so. good. Thank you so much for being gracious enough to be our first guest on this podcast. We're so excited. Now, I feel honored. Um, it's always um, good being on your shows, Joe. Now it's a different one. And yeah, looking forward to having, having a great conversation. Awesome, man. Speaking of which, do you have anything to say about this whole Disney situation? <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, yeah, I think that there's a lot of factors that are playing into Disney's situation. I think uh, the first one is that, that there's a lot of streaming services, a lot. And um, I just don't think Disney has distinguished itself enough to probably attract the right viewer base. Because, um, you know, there's Netflix and then there's Apple TV and then there's even YouTube as well, right? YouTube premium, if you want to put it that way. But that's just, yeah. you don't want to see the ads there. Then, um, and I'm pretty sure there's others. There's, there's, mu- there's, there's a lot more. So now you're competing and then you need to try to distinguish yourself from others. And you'd say, well, what distinguishes us from the rest is that uh, there's Disney movies here. And then, you know, the problem with that is that all of the Disney classics, people my age have probably watched them like over 10, 15 times. And they'll probably watch it again just for nostalgia purposes. But, you know, they won't, you know, buy a subscription. And plus, a lot of people have the DVDs as well, you know. So, um, you know, why should I watch it on Disney uh, Plus if I can get it on DVD or if I already have it on DVD? In fact, I there's someone that I work with who actually is a big Marvel fan. And he's got all the Marvel movies on DVD. And I'm pretty sure there are those who are like that um, from a Disney perspective as well. So now you have to create new content as a Disney, uh, let's say, content creator. What's quite, what, what are you pointing to? What's, what's going on? I'm pointing, I'm pointing at Mark, who's collecting Disney movies. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now let's say um, now, okay, now you understand that as a, I don't know, as a, as a like Disney CEO or something or a product manager, if you want to put it that way. And then now you have to create new content. That's going to be very difficult. The chances are you're yeah. going to try and make remakes, right? So that's what, that's everyone's doing remakes now. It's in the yeah. gaming industry, everything like that. And now when you remakes, um, you're going to say you want to reimagine it for a modern audience, which is just another way of saying we're going to make it um, more woke, and stuff like that. And then it just ends up being so terrible. And I think when movies go woke, I think what um, the producers, okay, not the producers, but the guys who actually sell it, the guys who actually make money from it, what they're hoping is that the outrage, or your distributors, exactly. The outrage in that, from that movie or the announcement of that movie will generate enough sales. Um, and I think that's not working anymore. I think people are just tired of seeing woke stuff. Like the first three or four movies, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch this. And then people get outraged and people say, hey, what's really going on here? And everything like that. But then after a while, people just get tired. And then even with that, um, the, the Snow White, the, the main act in that form, I forgot her name. What was her name again? Um, um, I, was, I was reading the article. But anyway, I, uh, I think uh, I yeah, Gal Gadot, the Wonder Woman. No, the, the new... no way, not Gal Gadot. Hell, <laughs> it's it's uh, sure. it's, it's Rachel uh, Zegler. Yes, yes, Rachel Zegler, but, not Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Hell no. 
But Gal, but Gal Gadot's going to be the she's the evil stepmother in what? Snow White. Yes, this is this is just Why I don't can't understand. Why she be Snow White? My <laughs> point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she's not Snow White. I mean, look, maybe she like. I, but yeah, look, but it, it I, might work. It might work. It might work. Let's that that might work. Let's say if you are recreating it and you're keeping the script more or less the same, that might work. But now the problem is that now people are the, the main actor is coming out and saying that oh the the prince is like a stalker and everything and. It's I I don't know I just don't think it's gonna work out well because now yeah. I I just feel that people are just tired of the wokeness. It's like okay, dude, we get it. Like yes, you Marxist. Yes, you like your pronouns. Yes, you like all of this stuff. But you know, just just leave our movies alone. Like we get it. Okay, yeah. we, we we'll talk we'll we'll talk to our kids about it and so forth. Or maybe this is what they want to do, right? Maybe they want to make the new movie so bad. That people go onto their streaming platforms to watch the old ones and say, This is what we watched as kids, and this is better. Maybe that's what they want. I don't know. But then again, they'll just go back to the DVDs, right? They won't go to the the, the platform. So yeah, I I I'm just trying to imagine like what they're trying to achieve here. But I just feel that the wokeness stuff is a bit too forced. Just create a new woke movie, man. Just yeah, like no, exactly. you know, so it's like be creative. Don't don't like take something old and then try to reimagine it. It, it doesn't work unless unless there's another purpose that makes sense. Let yeah. me jump in because um, you make a very good point, Dumo, um, which is I'm seeing it all over social media. It's like people are like, you've changed. Like, like take so Snow White for example. You've changed Snow White. Because the actress going out and saying like, yeah, but Snow White, it's not the 70s or the 60s or whatever anymore. It's a new Snow White or whatever. And people are just like, yeah, but like we fell in love with that old story because it's a story of like how dwarves helped their mother-like figure or whatever. Um, it's a coming of age tale. The prince is not a stalker. He's a savior in a way. Uh, or oh, sorry, probably can't, can't say that. But um, <laughs> like, I don't know what he like. He's It's, it's just... Here's the thing, right? Sorry, I'm getting like really emotional, angry with this because <laughs> just take a breather. Hold on. Okay. My point is like when we were growing up, boys and girls, okay, and not the 1,000 other genders, just, just the boys and the girls, were told that, you know, if you're a boy, you're told you need to be a prince and a nice prince. Prince, prince always saves the damsel in distress, right? When you're a girl, you're told you're a princess, and you're gonna grow. And you're gonna grow up, and you're gonna find Prince Charming. That was like the thing, right? So when you see movies like Snow White as a kid, right? Boys are watching it from a different perspective. Girls are watching it from a different perspective. But none of them are harmful. What is wrong with the dwarves? What is wrong with the story itself? Because as far as I can tell, there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned in the movie of Snow White, and principles, morals. Yeah, and and one of the one of the things also that has pissed people off about this new uh, Snow White is that they're not even hiring dwarves to be the dwarves. Like they've completely changed the seven dwarves, 
And to your point, Dumo, if you're going to change so much fundamental things about this story, then just make a new freaking story. Because to your point yeah. again, we all have the DVDs, right? We all, <laughs> we've all seen them. It's just our kids that like haven't seen them yet. So, and we want to go to the movie and show that we want to relive what we went through through their eyes or whatever. Um, <laughs> And, and I think a lot of parents are going to be very, very uh, disappointed. And if anybody disagrees with me, you just have to look at how Disney is is bleeding money. And Mark, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, something that Duma was saying, it's like they, what, what, it almost feels like the writers that they've employed at Disney, they want to make the story sort of like, like you said, Duma, he want, they want to make it relevant to, you know, people living today. But I mean, the thing is, a lot of these stories, a lot of the stuff, stories from Disney are stories, you know, like it's the Grimm's, Grimm Brothers tales. It's like folk tales that they've turned into, into like, you know, animated movies. Those stories stood the test of time because they weren't never changed. Um, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like changing, going as far as changing and making it no more relevant it's no longer relevant because you've changed if you strip away the moral lesson the principles of like being a gentleman you know being a lady and like you know you i mean look at uh, sleeping beauty and the bad guy that you know they they judging somebody like beauty and the beast judging a person on their on their looks and not their character it's like these are deep deep integral things that are part of these stories that that's the kind of lessons you learn now you strip it away and what do you have? The things aren't going to stand the test of time. It's going to be gone in a month or two. No one's going to care about it. No one's going to rewatch it, you know, 10 years from now. I will rewatch The Little Mermaid and all those old classics because they're amazing. Peter Pan, all of them, they're epic tales. I think it really, you, you got to be smart about it. Okay, that's the thing. So let's say, I'll, I'll give you a video game, for example. So Resident Evil 4, released oh, in 2005. Okay. Right, I think the people say yes. that was the best Resident Evil ever. I haven't played it, right? But they made Bird. a remake. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I don't think no. At that time, <laughs> my folks on were never gonna allow me to play that. But it apparently it was it was it was good. And then they made good a time. remake. Um, now they now what they did was they made it a bit shorter and so forth. Um, they did adapt it to a modern audience, but it was not because of the fact that um that that they had inappropriate scenes or whatever it was because a lot of the gamers today they don't like tight difficulty levels so they had to um adapt the game for that especially the guys who review the games like the IGN's guys and everything like that so one would say that yes you can reimagine it Perhaps for that purpose, like, you know, for that modern audience, perhaps the modern audience um, prefers a certain type of gameplay and stuff like that. Now, there were people that played both of them. Um, there was one critic that I watched and he said it was a good game, but he felt it could have been better in other respects. Because, like, for example, in the original game, they had um, these phone, they had these, like, cutscenes of phone calls where Leon would speak to, like... Um, Oh Lord Atlas, something like that. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then there was, and then there was Ramon as well. But Ramon was this petulant child. But in this one, Ramon's like an old person, right? And and, and so forth. And he felt that th those type of conversations actually made the game really cool. Um, you know. Oh yeah, no, it's Lord Sadler. Now I remember. Now 
they they now Lord Sadler was almost like a cameo guy. You only saw him like three or four times in the remake, but in the original you saw him quite a lot. So it it worked. It I won't lie, the remake worked. Um, but then you know what they did on top of that? They added a game mode that it's almost like th- that has replayability, good replayability on it. Uh, it was called um, Mercenaries Mode. Um, that, that's on the remake. So, and I think that's more for the modern audience. So I think th- that works. Now, you are going to make sacrifices. Um, you don't want to make it exactly like the original because then you just ca- you're going to call it a remaster. So you make a remake, but then you add another mode to it that adds replayability. That for me is like the closest that you're going to get to a good remake or good reimagining. Now with the now with the movie, if you're going to make a live action film, you got to make it very good. You have to make it epic. You know, you got to have good visual effects. You got to have a good you got to have good writers writing the story as well. You know, making it a bit better, you know. Um but they don't have that. Now they they got bad writers. They got writers that just hate everything about the world. And then now they make a remake and it becomes so terrible. And then people ask, well, why did you make it in the first place if you really hate everything? You know, so I, I, I think for me that, yeah, so the standard would be that you have to understand the audience, see what they like, and then try to make the remake based on that while sacrificing as little as possible on the original, you know? So it's got to be new, still keep elements of the original, but also, you know, also exploiting um, what people like today. That's, for me, is the formula. To add on to what you said, I, I think people should love the source material, which is, I mean, if, if, if you love a source material, right? Like, I love Iron Man, or like, I love Resident Evil. I loved... They did a remake of two and three, and I played the originals, and it was amazing. I loved the remakes. But that's like, you can see it's whoever remade it, they love the material. They love the source material. The people rewriting Snow White, it's like, if you loved it, why do you want to change it? It's like going, that's not good enough. I'm going to make it better. No, 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 no. Don't make it better. It's the same with Lord of the Rings. It's like, you cannot be better than Tolkien. Please don't try. But they went and did that. It's, It's silly. They remade the Lord of the Rings. Right. Uh, 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 the, the, the Rings of Power. It was the Silmarillion, which was Rings of Power is what sort of Tolkien wrote, and they changed everything on that because they wanted to go their way. Oh, I didn't know that. But um, what I also yeah. wanted to maybe speak to you guys about, like, so we're talking about like remakes and Disney and all that stuff, right? And how wokeness is infiltrated, and it's just it's screwing up the remakes, basically. But what about? You know, you guys are talking about originals and stuff like what about an original movie? Or not an original movie, like um let me let me let me throw this out because Dumo uh spoke about Resident Evil, right? Great yeah. example. Love the games, by the way. Um yeah. Barbie. Hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi Barbie, hi Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you guys are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so Barbie, I mean Barbie, we all know Barbie, right? Um toy for little girls um now made into a movie. Wokeness I think really got in the way with that one. Um uh, mainly feminism though. Um because apparently it's a huge attack on on men uh and I'm 
I'm paraphrasing what a lot of people are saying about it. Uh, and I'm assuming that Mark and Dimmo, you guys haven't seen it. No, I, I haven't. I haven't. I watched the reviews, but I, yeah, I haven't seen the original. Well, once you watch the review, I mean, <laughs> there's no, <laughs> I'm not going to spend money to watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if, you, if you watched Ben Shapiro's like your 50 minute review, you, it's basically the movie. There's the whole thing. This movie is a flaming piece of dog piled atop an entire dumpster on fire, piled atop a landfill filled with dog it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Don't even watch it. Just Ben, just having Ben read it to you. <laughs> oh, he was pissed off in that video. He was pissed <laughs> off in that video. Rightfully so. Um, but yeah, like, okay, so so Barbie, right? Barbie, yeah. had an attack on the patriarchy, you know? Um, men are trash. That that All that stuff kind of comes to the fore in, in that movie. You know, I think there could have been a very sweet... Uh, innocent, uh, and, and again, putting a female um, lead in a movie is not a bad thing. Um, no. I mean, you have Ripley from Aliens, right? Good Lord. Strong Best female lead. female lead ever. Right. Uh, you have, uh, this, this is a Sarah bit. Sarah Connor. Uh, you have Sarah Connor. You have, uh, from the Resident Evil movies, even though they weren't the best, uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. She's a great actress. You know, there's a lot of good female leads uh, or, or characters uh, in, in the Hollywood sphere, right? And I feel that with this one, with Barbie, they really missed the mark to, to have a very strong female lead to inspire, to um, hit the target audience that they're looking for. Instead, it's just, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 think, I think what I'm trying to ask is like, are we now going to be screwing up even movies that could be original in a way and original mm -hmm. with, qu with quotes, you know, because Barbie, again, this isn't a movie that was made before. This is like a new movie. It's, it's a, it's taken from a toy, but it's a movie. They made a story and I think they screwed it up. What do you guys think? Yeah. I, I think that that's the thing about wokeness. It can even ruin an original movie as well. Um, I think, um, I think also as well, I mean, who produced the movie? Was it, was it um, the lead actor? It was the lead actor, right? She produced it. Was it someone else? But uh, either I way, to Google. I need to, either way, I mean, I, 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 I'm surprised Ryan Gosling took the role as well. Um, because I, I'll tell you why. Because I think that um, you, you get a chance to read the script. I remember, um, perfect example, Christopher Lambert. He was raided on Mortal Kombat in the 1995 movie. I don't think so. And he did a good job. And then, they, and then years later, after they filmed that disaster, the, the, the second Mortal Kombat movie, um, <laughs> then they asked him, why didn't you appear in that movie? And he's like, I read the script and it was horrible. I, I, I don't want to be on that. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, well, why don't actors, why don't actors play, have that discretion? I mean, I'm pretty sure if anyone read that script, they would have been like, "Oh, this is more woke nonsense or whatever." Or maybe Could, there's a black. Maybe maybe there's some. Maybe they, these guys were blackmailed. Maybe there's something that the producers knew about them, and they said, "Hey, if you don't act on this Barbie movie, hey, hey you know, hey, we don't want this information going out." That's how it sounds like from what I from what I heard on the from the reviews. 
But yeah, yeah I, I, I just, it, it's unfortunate, man. It's really unfortunate that this, this was a great opportunity, in my opinion, again, to create a movie that it, it now, now it's, it, it's, you're not even making a, a remake. So what you have to do is look at the modern audience, see what they like, and then create a Barbie movie based on that. You know, I mean, maybe what it, it could have been more relatable. Let's say in that movie, the plot is that they're in a Barbie world and there's a disease that comes out and it makes them real people and they want to be Barbies. You know what I'm saying? That would have been interesting. And then you could have taken all of the the the, the pandemic um, themes that came from there, like the vac, like the, the jab and how the virus spreads and do we need to do lockdowns? That would have been a brilliant plot, you know. But again, that opportunity is now lost because people wanted to push cultural Marxism. Um, and then Barbie but yeah, saves the, the that, day. That, exactly, exactly. Or Ken as well, you know. Yeah. It, really, it would have been really interesting if you got like someone, like you'll find a lot of, a lot of philosophers, they like to write science fiction. Yeah. And you'll find there's a lot of books out there that, that are really great science fiction that you can actually put into into movies and i think barbie would have been an excellent example because again it's barbie i mean you you, you can do almost anything with that except okay including woke stuff but when it's the woke stuff it just turns out to be really bad <laughs> but i mean like um you know i was also shocked like okay so i i don't know maybe ryan gosling is woke himself i don't know um but like i was when i first saw the trailer to Barbie, I was like, okay, they didn't show a lot in the trailer, so it's like, okay, it looks all right. So like, uh, I might watch this. We'll see. Um, and then I, I, I knew to wait because <laughs> I, that's what I do now with movies. I wait for the reviews from Ben Shapiro because he's usually a straight shooter. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and then, um, although I don't agree with his view on Marvel, but anyway, so um, I waited for the review. Ben was pissed. Then I knew I'm probably not going to like that movie. And here's the thing. Like, I was also like, Ryan Gosling? Really? The guy who did The Notebook? Really? Did this? You know? Because even now with more visuals coming out, right? More clips from the movie coming out. It doesn't look like real acting, to be honest. It looks very, very theater. Very, um, how do you say... Um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel. I, I. I don't. I don't feel like you. I. I could be misreading it completely, but from my point of view, Ryan doesn't look happy acting in that movie. That, I don't know. Mark, I mean, Mark maybe. You I, I mean, I can. I can think. I could tell you why he did it. Money. Money. But you know, like the thing is with the Barbie movie is, and this is the quite funny part of it is like it was so heavily laced with cultural Marxism, with you know intersectionality. That at the end of the day, I think a lot of I saw a couple of articles where they started pointing out that the movie was so feminist heavy that it actually pointed out it showed the actual authoritarianism of feminism and in this yeah. world where the women are in charge and men are subservient. And people watched it walking away going, Well, that's not a world I ever want to live in, you know, this you know, female female power vibe. The amount of money that they used, I think, I mean. Barbie's budget was about $145 million. And then you double that, say another 100, 200 million just for marketing. And with Barbie, they went all out. And I mean, it is it, very much, it's iconic in the sense of like, I would say the reason it did well was because 
the same reason the first Transformers movie did well. It's the first, like, I'd say, epic toy, female toy, like a gold toy that turned into a franchise. Like, and they had a massive movie. Remember when the first Transformers came out? It was huge. That movie did pretty well. And mm. this is the same. Like, if they had to do Barbie 2, I don't think it'll do anywhere close to what it did in this initial one. Well, here, um, well, here's something interesting, guys. So I'm, I'm reading up. I, I wanted to see, like, um, the results, the box office results um, and for Barbie. And um, surprisingly now has hit over a billion yeah, Which apparently only fifty movies have done in in the history of, of of movies, so maybe a bit of the outrage that's happening has encouraged people to go and watch it because they yeah. want to see it for themselves. And I mean that does happen. Um, hate watch, hate watch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. gonna be, the, yeah. We're, we're going to be hate watched in this. In, we're going to be hate watched, and we're going to be hate listened to. <laughs> oh, there's people right now listening to this podcast that are like, I hate these guys so much. I, I want them. Uh, I'm going to cancel you guys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the trolls of Twitter are going to get you in. <laughs> um, <laughs> I imagine some of them are in their rooms. You know, I'm just me. I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, They're typing the email already. <laughs> <laughs> Another supreme victory coming. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> anyway, no, nothing's going to be that supreme. Come on, that, that was epic. <laughs> Someone, a troll, right now is like challenge accepted. Um, so, <laughs> okay, so uh, so yeah, I don't know. That might encourage them to do a, a number two. Just the fact that they got one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, they'll, they'll, I, I definitely agree. I think they'll do a number two, and but I, I do think it's got to do with like if you think about it, what what other sort of like we had Ninja Turtles as a kid, we had He Man, we had all these. It's very male kind of driven toys that turned into like movies. Uh, which kind of goal, you know, like it's a, you talk about like four or five generations of women that grew up with Barbie. You know, this is across the world, and then now there's the first movie about the toy. I think that's the that's the link to why it's doing exceptionally mm. well. I mean, okay. I could be wrong, but no, sorry, no, no, Jimmy, no. you want to say something? Yeah, that 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 actually makes sense, Mark. I I agree. It's 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 almost like pent up demand. You know, it's yeah. like hey, um, you know, I've seen all these other ones. Let's see the Barbie one. And I think yeah, because yeah. it's the first one and it's such an epic toy and it has been so iconic for a long period of time. I do believe that's probably the reason why. Um, and I think most of them were kids. Most, I think what happens as well is that, yeah. you know, um, I'm pretty sure when Barbie came out, you know, people were wearing, um, well, the girls, I, at least I know the girls at least, you know, I'm not saying only the girls, but we're probably wearing, you know, pink outfits and everything like that, representing the movie. The same thing with Black Panther, you know, people were wearing black and they had the mask on and so forth. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it, it, it's on that type of level. So yeah, it, it. I think it makes sense. I think the person who thought about making such a movie, I think from a money perspective, was very smart and would know that even though it might have woke trash in it, people are still going to watch it regardless. Yeah. Uh, because hey, it's Barbie. You know, it's my favorite yeah, no, no, toy. You, you make, well, not mine, you make not mine, but but someone else. You make, else a, you make a. You make a very good point, Dumo. Sorry, Mark. Like, as soon as it came out, my wife was like, oh, my God, I had Barbies as I was a kid. I'm going to go watch it. I'm like, babe, it's uh, like just complete woke trash. She's like, I don't care. It's Barbie. 
There we so go. it's like it's, it's kind of that vibe, you know. Oh my word! Your your wife treated it like a hairdresser. Like women are very loyal to their hairdressers, and she's like, "I don't give a damn. It's Barbie. Don't care." Barbie, Barbie was there for me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she was there for me. They didn't invite me to the party when I was nine years old. She was there. I held her. Sorry, I I didn't... <laughs> anyway, um, Duma, we're actually going to step into the uh, conclusion part of the show. Uh, you're welcome to join and, and sign off with us or, you know, it's been a pleasure having you. It's up to you. If you want to stay, you can. If you want to go, if you need to go, it's up to you. I just want to sorry, before you go, Duma, I just want to make one comment. Like you just said earlier about the whole sci-fi and the great writers, I wanted to comment Starship Troopers. Yes. One of the absolute amazing with like great politics. Just just I just wanted to say you're hundred percent right with what you said earlier. Starship Troopers is a glowing example of that. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. It was yeah, th- thank thanks for that, Mark. Um yeah, I have to go now, guys. It was really awesome. No problem. Thanks. All right, cool. But before you yeah. go, mm-hmm. just tell people where they can I mean, I'll we'll have links in the description, but tell people how they can find you if they want to listen to your stuff and, and all that. Right. Okay. So right now for me and Patreon, um, I'm not producing much content. I'm still like, yeah, I'm still like uh, on like on holiday type of vibes. But if you want to, you know, just see what I do, um, you can find me on Twitter at Dumodenga. Um, and yeah, and then you'll get all my, all the information from there. But yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll really love my Twitter guys. My Twitter is really awesome. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's getting better and better every day. <laughs> yeah, the, the supreme victory memes you're going to love. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Duma. Listen, man, right. For uh, once again, thank you so much for being our first guest of this podcast. Uh, we'll definitely have you back. So this isn't like the last time or anything. We're definitely, definitely going to have you back. We'll talk about other things. Uh, but thank you so much for your insight. Thank you so much for being based. And thank you for your time. Cool, cool. Thanks, Joe. All right. Cheers, thanks, man. Mark. Thanks, Duma. Alrighty. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Dumodenga. Please go check him out. Um, unfortunately, he couldn't stay with us for the rest of the show, but that's okay. Mark and I will Thanks. drive it to the end. Um, drive it. So. <laughs> for the first episode, not too shabby, man. Not too shabby. How do you that's think it's cool. going so far, Mark? I'm loving it. I love this guest thing. This is quite fun. I really enjoy this. You know, uh, just, I, I love the concept of just, you know, having a conversation with, you know, with like-minded people. Also, you know, I wouldn't mind having a conversation with people who don't who don't agree with us. Like, I would love to have, if you don't agree, come come chat to us. I'd love if to have Julius on the show. Yeah, no, oh, yes. I mean, he's just going to carry on talking. He will not shut up. It's just like, blah, 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 blah. Like, at least ah, some ah, of us ah, got ah, some. Ah, ah, ah. Cry babies. <laughs> He'll, he'll just come on and start singing his song. Umshiniwa, <laughs> umshiniwa. That's not the song? It's not a real song. No. I, don't, no. I, I know the song, song you're talking about. I just don't want to be demonetized. So. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I wanted to say that like we might actually be talking about the song uh, in, in the yeah. next episode. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this... Uh, do keep an eye out for episode two because we will be talking about uh, what Julius Malema, uh, leader of the third largest uh, party, political party in South Africa, recently sang a horrible song in front of hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Um, and uh, well, he's gotten some backlash. Finally, a lot of people hearing about this for the first time, but uh, 
He's been doing this for a while, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. Is he the next Hitler? Could he be? And is white genocide real? It's also a topic we're going to talk about. It's going to be mm-hmm. part of it. Um, so do tune I into that. Yeah. I, I and this is the thing, man. This is, this is what I want this podcast to be about. You know, we talk about some what some people would label as controversial, but I yeah. think that a lot of people will realize that our views and opinions are actually quite based, actually quite normal, actually yeah. quite like reasonable. At least mine are. Yeah. I don't know about you. You're a bit of an extremist. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's logic and rationality is considered like extremist positions these days. And I think that's like a lot of people just have, and I think most people have a very rational, logical perception of things and try and analyze things from a logic and rational pers- uh, uh, sort of standpoint. And they just don't want to say these things. But a lot of these things are. That's just how it is. And yeah. you don't have to look at it like that. But those are the people that can't air their opinions because it's, like you just said, Joe, it's extremist to be rational about things. <laughs> Anything to the left of Pelosi is... Exactly. Anything yeah. to the right of Pelosi is just extreme. Um, that's something that... Uh, anything, to the, anything to the right of Antifa is considered extreme right. Yes. Right wing. Maybe we should so. try and have an Antifa member come on. Oh, that would be... Oh, that would be rad. There's this, there's this band I used to listen to and then like I used to love them and then they I saw them play at an Antifa rally and I was just like, uh-uh, never again. What? And then I started listening. Yeah, it's like this great band. I, I, I like, their, like their vibe. And then name and shame, come on. He can't remember the name. Look at him. He's trying so hard. It's old age catching up to him right now. I told him if he ate more uh, Border Wars, he'd, he'd Anti-Flag, sorry, sorry. Anti-flag. The band's called Anti-Flag. They're actually like they got a great they got a it's really good music. Well, it kind of makes sense that they would be at Antifa to be honest with that name. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, go, I just like I saw them play the one like I think this was the height two thousand. I think just before the Black Lives Matter protests or riots, um, that's when yeah when Anti Flag was. I saw them at, at like at in the street doing a gig, and I was just like, oh, kill me. <laughs> but Sorry. yeah, uh, we're definitely going to talk about conspiracy theories, talk about uh, Mark, wants to, Mark wants to talk about uh, 9-11 with me, because I'm American, for those of you who don't know, um, living in South Africa. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he wants to, man, I, I'll, I'll do it, because like, here's the thing, right? So I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a baby when it comes to conspiracy theories, right? Like I'll listen to your conspiracy theory. I'll listen to your conspiracy. I mean, I was very much into the 9-11 conspiracy theories when I was younger, right? Um, And there's a lot of stuff that's come out. And I mean, even as a proud American, I question what happened that day. Um, So happy to have that discussion with you. Uh, Happy to have many other discussions. I mean, I, I, I do, you know what I would love to do, Mark? Yeah, we gotta find someone. We gotta find someone who is a staunch flat earther, and we gotta get him on the show. Dude, I actually, I see. I love all conspiracies. The, the flat Earth conspiracy was one of my favorite conspiracies, just because of the complete scale of it. Like, it is just so hectic. It's like, to me, it was kind of up there with like aliens. Do, do aliens exist? Because of just the scope of it. But what I couldn't understand was just people's complete vitriol to it. It's like, ah, like people would just like lose their mind. I think some one or two of my friends, I was like, have you heard about flat earth theory? And they're like, just instantly, are you a flat earth? And I'm like, no, no, I'm just, just have you heard about it? It's, you know, they're like, no, I don't know. It's nuts. I'm going, okay, we, we, we can still chat about it though. It, it, like, they just lost their minds. Well, don't worry, it's Mark. Weird. 
I'm not, I'm not going to be like that. I want to, I, okay. okay I'm, I'm, like, I, I don't, must get a flat earther on. I'd yes. love to like have a proper discussion with, you know, like a proper flat earther. Exactly. Cause like, I, be awesome. I'm not convinced. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't right. like, I, the, it's a globe. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. No, no, of course, but like the the idea of it, it's like that whole vibe of yeah. like, you know, it's like that all all forms of government are in on this lie. I'm gonna it's prepare questions, man. Conspiracy. I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna I'm prepare questions. Make a movie about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll prepare questions. <laughs> like, yeah, but if it is like this, then why isn't it like that? You know, like these kind of like yeah. really good, like you know. Anyway, I'll do a bit of research. I'll find out what the most like common uh, theories are that prove. Like, it's like I've seen a lot of clips. You know, uh, of of flat Earth um, people debunking like, the globe. Yeah, and like saying, yeah, I've, like, yeah, I've seen oh, a lot of that stuff. There's, yeah. there's like, a, like, like this one interview. This guy was saying, like, in the uh, Antarctica, right? There's a wall in the Antarctica, whatever, uh, which is why you're not allowed to go. There's militarized and blah blah blah. And then the host was like, or the host of the show was like, but how do you know that if nobody's been there? How do you know that? <laughs> but I mean, that's the same thing. This, is, but to me, it's like it's the the sort of flat Earth theory is the same as sort of the alien thing. It's like, yeah, there's aliens, and they're traveling at light speed. And I'm going like, well, that's just like the, like that's mathematically it's improbable. You know what I mean? It's like so like why would they come here? Like like you know, aliens come here and they probe our bums. <laughs> why would you come? Why would you do that? I didn't, dude. I would not travel that far to do that. Like. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even drive to your house to just do that. I'd at least want to bry, <laughs> hang out, and then I'll do that. But like, just to do that and keep quiet about it, it's just weird. It's just it doesn't make if sense. If you to me. think I'm gonna let you probe me, <laughs> <laughs> you got another thing coming, man. Um, no, so so these are not the only topics we're gonna talk about. We're talking about, like yeah, I said yeah. at the beginning of the show, we're gonna talk about anything and everything. Um, and guys, listen for those of you that are listening in, please comment in the comment section. Whether you're watching this on YouTube or any of the podcasts, uh, whatever platform you're listening to this, comment, comment below and let us know what topics would you like us to discuss? What, you know, maybe you want us to go and have an in-depth conversation about Barbie and, and its ridiculousness. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you want us to talk about the Titanic. Maybe you want us to talk about, I don't know, corn dogs and how they're made. I don't know. Anything and everything uh, we will pretty much talk about as long as uh we we are the only thing we are constricted by is the monetization policies yeah. of uh the platforms that we're on the so, powers that be unfortunately the but, susan um, wichitskis <laughs> <laughs> but other than Our that overlords. Other, yeah other than that we we're happy to to talk i mean like i'm even like thinking about it now like i would love to get a flat earther but at the same time it's like yeah, you can't talk. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't even really like. I think YouTube would it, demonetize. Yeah, it. no, you would. YouTube would demonetize it, um, and I don't think it would be allowed on also, Spotify. I mean, I was actually I was I was watching a show last night. Sorry, we we're talking Disney and time. There's a new show on Netflix called Painkiller, and it was. Ooh, I'm, go, I'm go, watching go, that go. right now. Don't spoil it, but dude. It's it's really cool. No, 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 I won't. I won't spoil it. But yeah. I was just thinking, how is that possible after you know yeah, what happened you two know years how ago? How it is, Mark? I was Every just, conspiracy comes true 10 years later that's just how it works but the thing is this happened i remember my wife was watching a lot of the stuff like there was a there's another show called the pharmacist i watched it on oh, netflix in february like just before the the thing happened 
And I was going, the first thing going, wait, government plus these poll companies plus, you know, the medical. And I'm going, ooh, these three things. I've seen this before. And, you know, a little bit hesitant. And I was like, you know, mm, mm. <laughs> but not again, could we even talk about it? Because it relates to kind of that sort of thing. And this is, you know, I wish there would be a, I wish Uncle Elon would make it, <laughs> make a streaming service where we could just say things. Maybe, and, maybe you know, for those who are listening, they'd be interested in this to know. Like, we'll also upload our stuff to Rumble and Odyssey. So if there is a controversial episode that yeah. we get in trouble for. Uh, and when I say controversial there. quotes here, air quote controversial, you guys can watch it there because we, we do want to be yeah. on almost every platform. Uh, yeah. so look out for that stuff. And I mean, these are all topics upcoming. We'll see. We've got, uh, next episode, pretty much we decided we'll have a look at your comments and see, uh, if there's uh, what episode three could be. I think for now, we'll just see We'll just see where this goes, man. And I'm very excited to, to be doing this with you. I'm very excited to be doing a podcast. We've been wanting to oh, do a podcast for a very too. long time. So uh, very excited about this. Um, so in conclusion, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, didn't even conclude yet. Um, don't watch Barbie and don't go to Disney World. And uh, unless, okay, put it this way. If you're woke, go, by all means. Yeah. Enjoy, have, or enjoy if you can afford it. That too. Um I mean, we all know just, how rich woke people I, are. So. No, but I just had to say this though, because I saw I saw somebody posted a day at Disney World was cost them having lunch, breakfast, family of four, mom and dad, two kids, spending a day at Disney World. Tickets, you know, just food, lunch, snacks, yeah. about five, four to five thousand dollars. Yeah, so what? the it says average almost hundred K. Almost hundred K for yeah. a family of four. Even even two thousand dollars, right? So let's say you did like, you had a corn and you popped it and you ate it and then you did like two rides. Um, that would cost you 38,000 Rand, just, just north of 38,000 Rand. Yeah, I, f I, found, I found the article. Uh, average day, typical Walt Disney vacation for a family of four in 2023 will cost about $5,240. Oh, that's for seven. That's, sorry, that's for seven, seven days, six to seven days, my back. So about, it's about a grand a day, $1,000 a day. Okay, seven days, though, isn't too bad. Seven yeah, days, bad. though, isn't too bad. That makes a little bit more Sorry. sense. Um, yeah. $5,240 comes to about 100, well, just over 100,000 rand. Um, car. Seven days, uh, you will spend well, 100,000 rand. Six, six yeah. to seven, whatever. Six, six days. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Cheese in a yeah, day, sorry, though. My, my. Holy crap. Good Lord. <laughs> What does coffee cost? <laughs> that costs your testicle, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a kidney. Can I come? <laughs> anyway, so yes, don't. Yeah, right. uh, I mean, go watch Barbie if you if you if you. I mean, I mean, don't take our word for it. Just go watch Barbie. Yeah, yeah. Go watch Barbie and okay. tell us what you thought. Um, and also let us know: Are you are you if there's any females watching? Are you are you one of those ones that were like hardcore supporters of Barbie and went to go watch it anyway? And let us know what you thought about our guest, and let us know what you thought about this podcast. But also, in conclusion, Mark, you you also need to do a conclusion thing. What, what what's your final thoughts? No, I think I think go watch go watch it. Don't don't take everybody's opinion. Watch it for yourself, and then see if our opinion or our thoughts on it align with what you saw. A lot of times people go watch it and you see one thing and you're going, oh, it's awesome. And you don't notice the little sprinklings of like, does this make sense? It's kind of pointless. It's silly. 
But I think the best takeaway from it is that, you know, making a movie that's so feminist and it turns out to be, it, it's, it's almost a rebuke of, of the ideology, which is, yeah. is kind of cool. But go watch it, yeah. And um, don't Disney go to sucks. Disney. <laughs> yeah, Disney sucks. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude our first episode. We did it, Mark. Yay! <laughs> For those of you that are listening to this, thank you so much. If you listen to the very end, please, if you enjoyed it, uh, subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel or subscribe to the podcast. Um, and uh, we'll catch you at the next one, I guess. And remember, stay based. Yeah. <laughs>